surreal it was for me as a person who went to elementary school for six years. That I don't, I don't think I went to pre-K. I, just, I think I started kindergarten. Started kindergarten. Yes, a lot of people. I, do I, that. I went to kindergarten yeah. in California. Okay, that's where I first went to kindergarten. What was the school called? You remember? Fuck if I remember. Oh, okay, I do. Here's okay. I do remember this though. Okay. To get to my kindergarten, we walked because that's what we did. Like my mother did. Sure, not, there's a lot of schools do. My that. mother yeah. didn't own a car in California, mm-hmm. and that was at the time where you don't own a car in California. Sure. Same like New York City. Um, but was it like a real urban area? Yeah, or was yeah, it real, okay. yeah. It was real urban. Like you, you literally walked. We walked. We walked to the grocery store and carried the groceries back. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, my occasionally my mother would borrow a car from like a friend or something like that. But that's generally what we did. And I walked to school every single day. My mother would walk me to school. And the weirdest thing, I don't. My memory is a little fuzzy because I was real young. But I do remember walking down this very, very like steep trail. That, like, this dirt road trail that was, like, you almost had to climb down this hill to get to my school. It's kind of gnarly. Yeah, it was it was really weird. And, like, we lived, we didn't live that far from it. But I went to kindergarten there, came to Pennsylvania. First grade through sixth grade, went to Mercer Elementary School. Okay. All right. Went from going to a public school that had a lot of students. Like, your class, my class is, like, 25 large, 30 large, something like that. And there like was that. probably a couple classes. Couple yeah, classes. yeah, you'd have grades where there was, like, a few. Like, I I always used to be like, okay, this year, am I going to get a class of my friends? No, I didn't get it. So right. I just have to see them at recess and lunch. Yeah. But, so, talking about that, seventh grade moved out to the Shenango Valley. Mm-hmm. And at the time, we were living with my grandmother who lived in Sharon. My mother didn't want to send me to Sharon High, Sharon High School because ruffians. And yeah. she didn't want to send me to Pharaoh, obviously. Okay. So instead, she sent me to MGM Fatima, Monsignor right. Gino Monti. I'm familiar. Jun- yes. yes. And it was the most surreal experience going to this private school where literally the class size, there was one class per grade. And the class size, whenever I went there at seventh grade, was about 15. And that's a, on the large side. That was too. on the large side because yeah. in eighth grade, the class is like 10. Yeah. Like nine or 10. Like literally. Mm-hmm. It was something weird like that. But it was, it was for somebody who'd never participated in religious activity in any shape or form to go to a private school. Like I was an altar boy. Oh, you were an altar boy? I, occasionally I would be picked to be an altar boy because it was just. Were you ever of, diddled by a priest? I was never diddled Great by news. a priest. Great news. Here, like, okay, here's the thing. This is the weirdest thing. And you're a religious man. You tell me this. One time, I was an altar boy for a big, like, mass thing. It was like it was like in the gym. Okay. And it was like the... Like an all-school yeah. mass. Yeah. What is the dude that's not a priest but starts with a D? Deacon. deacon. Thank you. I, I just thought, I thought of it. Deacon. Yeah. The deacon came to help the father with the yes, mass. right. And I was one of the dudes. Like, I would hold... What is the little silver, the gold the plate? Oh, the that, plate. The plate whenever somebody gets communion. Yeah, the communion. And then you hold it under their mouth to, like, catch their sins or some bullshit like that? What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know if it has a name, but I do know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, so that was the only time I received communion. And the only reason why I did it was because the deacon turned to me, didn't know me, obviously, because he, like, wasn't regularly there. He turned to me, and when he was the beginning of communion, he, like, basically put the cookie, like, the cracker towards me and like practically like had it on my lips and i was like i guess i'm doing this and then afterwards like my fellow students were like i didn't know you're religious i didn't know you're like catholic christian or whatever and i was like no i'm not like dude just like put it like put it to me i was like fucking went in rome i guess do it and they're like you're going to hell dude like you're absolutely going to hell because you're not like baptized and you, you like you like you can't do that dude and i was like is that like a thing like if you receive communion and you haven't gone through the process and not baptized like you're like to burn in the fiery pit of torment some people, the more traditional, old-fashioned Catholics, yes, they do believe that, yes. Um, they believe stuff like, if you're a divorced person, you can't take communion. Like, if you got divorced. Like, that's so fucking I think, weird. I think that's... A, now, The from what I understand, the newest Pope, Pope Francis, I think he changed that. I think he allows divorced people Dude, he's into gay people like he's all like, about like the he's the cool he's like he's the he's, the he's like progressive pope like i love <laughs> it I, I love him he's great um but anyway he, i think i want to say that he changed that 
And there was a lot of like traditional Catholics that were all up in arms about that. A little busy. Well, yeah. Similar There's story. It's always going to be them. Similar story. And I have one question for you after this. But I'm Roman Catholic, so I when I when we go to mass, I do accept communion. Um, my wife, Kristen, she's not. She's Christian, but she's not Catholic. And she hates it. Like when she has to, like it's time to everybody stand up and make your way to the aisles and go up and like motherfucker. Get I'm here, aren't I? She's got to fucking sit there by herself and not do anything. So they do something. It's pretty cool at my at my church at my parish. Where if you have a young child who's too young to take communion, if you carry them up with you, the priest or deacon or whoever is the Eucharistic minister, whoever's offering communion, they'll just bless the child, like do a little cross on their on their forehead. It's a really cool thing. So Kristen was like, we have two kids. So I had one. She had the other. She's like, I'm going to go up because I want the priest to, to bless. I think she was called old Nina. I'm like, okay. So we go up. And as she gets there, he did what you said. He just, like, threw the fucking cookie right in her, up in her mouth. And she was like, oh, nom, nom, nom. That's some nasty <laughs> fucking crackers, yeah, by the way. Crack, they're gross as fuck. They said cardboard. But yeah. anyway, so <laughs> so she took it. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, he just put it in there. Like, but, so she's going to burn in hell now. So what are you, you guys do? can hang out there, I guess. But, but, but my question for you is, you actually were an altar server. Yeah. It was... How did they... Like, when I went to school, there was more kids. I went to Notre Dame school, which was an, an also a private Catholic elementary school, just like you did at yeah. MGM. We had a few more kids, but there was probably a handful, half a dozen kids in my in my class that weren't Catholic. And I remember it was like second or third grade. Might have been a little bit older. I don't even remember what grade it was. When they first come to you and says, who would like to learn how to be an altar server and serve and like people raise their hands and they, they said to us you have to be catholic to do it so my one friend josh who i went to school with josh wasn't catholic and he kind of wanted to but he was like oh i can't do it so you weren't catholic but they let you do it That's i was I'm an atheist about. i was an atheist at the time i was i was hardcore atheist i was like fuck this shit this shit isn't real this is all a bunch of nonsense. What are you? What are you? Are you atheist I, now? I'm, or? An, I'm an agnostic. I believe okay. there's something out there. I'm open-minded. I'd like, if anything, I'd like to start my own religion where I just, you know, buffet myself with all different kinds of other religions. Pick all the good stuff I like that I think is right and put it in that religion. So I've maybe, been called a cafeteria Christian myself because I like to pick and choose. Yeah, it's but, great. Yeah. It's greatest. Um, but what happened was, and I. I don't remember the entire series of events because I, I have a horrible memory, a terrible memory. But I do remember I, it was pretty well known that I was not religious. I was not a religious person. But because the classes were so – they only let – I think it was like maybe 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. Okay. And then like the 6th graders, maybe 5th graders, but like they were like training kind of like, you know, being taught how to do it and stuff now like that. that. But it was, I might have been 5th or 6th grade when yeah. this went down. But it was mainly like 7th and 8th grade. Where okay. we, where the, who were the main altar boys for the most part, and the class altar service, they let girls do it too. Well, now, but not then. They didn't when you were there. No, they didn't. It was all boys, never girls. They never let See, girls. See, not it. when I, I, and I'm older than you. Yeah. My parish must have been a little bit more progressive than Fatima. I think you guys were more Conserv- traditional, yeah. conservative. Yeah. The the priest, the Father priest, Burtis, Father right? Burtis, yeah, he was always in charge of it, and he he didn't want girls, and he didn't he wanted to, you know he wanted to, little boys. So, um, but he always, but it was always boys. It was always it was always males, and the amount of males that were in the class were so small, right? Because it was like me and like four other people so it was in five of you total. Yeah, basically, kind of had. There's like it. five or six of us in seventh in the seventh grade that were right. at the time. And then next year, and then like in the eighth grade class, there were literally only two boys, like two, maybe three boys in you the class. And one other boy? No, no, no. I mean, like not not when I went to eighth grade, but the time when I went to seventh grade in the eighth grade class of that year, I see, I see. there was maybe only like two or three boys. So there weren't a lot of pickings. So like every slim pickings, yeah. Burtis. And it was like we had mass every Monday. I don't, know, I don't know how often you guys had mass where you went, but we had mass. We didn't, no, we didn't. Do we that. had mass every Monday, and every, like most, like all the older classes had to go to mass. Like it was a, um, it was like I think they had like separate mass. I think it was like you know se- maybe like sixth, seventh, eighth graders had mass this time. Maybe like fifth. Sixth, I can't remember how they did it, but it was mass like every Mondays. And when they had like 
they had mass, they always picked, you know, altar servers to do it. So they'd be like, oh, you know, so-and-so, do you want to do altar service? You know, blah, blah, Like you, Like, I think if I would have said it's against my beliefs to do altar service, they would have never asked me to do it. But I never said that because I didn't give a shit. It got me out of class. I was like, fuck, I'll go have some fun and do some bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. So I'd go there and I'd like throw on the little fucking robe thing or whatever, light the candles, help get everything set up and all this other shit. And it'd be me and one other person mm-hmm. and we'd be there to help. And I was, first of all, I kind of liked it. I kind of enjoyed it. Okay. Because here's the thing. Fine. I didn't want to sit in the pews. And it made me feel yeah. imp- it made me feel important. I was like, I'm up here. I'm on stage. I'm doing something so people can see me. Like I even, center of attention. I even, I even did altar service a couple times for another church not not like volunteering but it's like mgm would have like their affiliated church or whatever St. alberts I, I can't remember the name was it might have been that but they would be like hey you know there's a big service happening you know they want some couple volunteer altar boys and they'd be like do you want to do it and be like fuck it let's go and they drive me down there go down to the church and shit like that get everything set up there and all stuff it was a whole big it was a bigger state obviously a bigger stadium bigger stage it's like yeah i'm on point you got called up to the show That's yeah yeah it's like a minor league baseball player getting called up to the big leagues I we had it. it i can't remember if it was once a month or once a week we had holy thursday i think was what it was called yeah, holy and it Thursday. was it was the big it was the big mass. It was when all the classes got into the chapel, the tiny fucking chapel at Fatima, and it was like, and it was, fuck, I can't. What was? Isn't there like? Isn't it in, in religion? This particular religion, Catholicism, Christianity, whatever. Where there, is it? One time a year where it's like stations the cross, stations, stations of the, the cross. cross. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. That was a thing. Yeah, I remember. Still, still a thing. It was still a thing. That was the thing I remember, and I I altered for that. I think a couple times, you know. But that's that's a big pain in the ass. That's a big deal. That's, that's a big fucking pain in the ass. You were, you were high up on the roster, though. It's really were, it's really not there. it's not hard to be high up on the roster when you've got like <laughs> three other people in competition. So, but no, like I enjoy I enjoyed I actually enjoyed being an altar boy because it was just something different. It was something different that I wasn't used to in school. I was more interested in like. What's the process of this? It's like it's like how I am with all religions. Like, what's the process for this? Like, what's you know how does this you know work and this that and the other thing? It was more like interesting for me. It didn't convert me, but no. it was interesting. They so, tried. They tried. They, oh, they tried. So when I had the opportunity, I remember when our, it was our religious ed teacher. She came in, and I have to say, and it was open to boys and girls. You were called an altar server, not an altar boy. So girls went too, and. I'd have to say 80, 90% of the class went and did it. And here I am. I'm actually Catholic. I'm actually a boy. I would have checked every box, even at your church. And I was like, fucking no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and here's my reason why. For you, you're talking about doing it during school, you get out of class. Yeah. I'd be cool with that. What I'm not cool with is doing an 8 a.m. mass on Sunday. Oh fuck no! They had us fuck do no. that. They had us do fuck that. No, I would have never done that. Who did your Who did your church's masses on Sunday? I don't know wait, because I was never there. So, so wait, I don't so wait, know. your church. You're saying church. Church. You're saying church. So you're talking about going to a chapel. Chapel. In school. My school. We did not have a chapel because our school was parking lot in the middle, church on the other side of the parking lot. So yeah. when we did our, our school masses, we walked across the parking lot into the Notre Dame church. Yeah. So I know where your where, where Fatima Church is you, and MGM school is. They're not really that close to each other. We If you were to walk in the main doors of MGM, mm-hmm. well, there's kind of two main doors, but like the main main doors of MGM that's not in front of the gym. When you walk in, it's like a little lobby area. Jesus on the cross. Of course. And white Jesus. White Jesus. Blonde hair, blue eyed Jesus. Praise white Jesus. Um, but no, white Jesus right there on the cross and a chapel right there. And that's yeah. where we had service. And that's where, you know, we would go to do our spiel, as you would call it. Like, it, and it was, it wasn't very big. It was pretty small. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why, I think that was probably the biggest reason why uh, they didn't have a lot of the younger grades going for like Monday Mass and stuff like that. Not only for that. Mm-hmm. Not only for that, but also because, you know, you don't want little kids in there fucking around in church and everything like that with one teacher per grade. Yeah, fucking little kids. But, like, I don't know how it was. You said you went to Notre Dame. I did. Notre Dame Dame Elementary School. I don't know how it was at Notre Dame, but Mm -hmm. at Fatima, it was real fucking chill most of the time. Because, like, the teachers, most teachers, eighth grade teacher, not going to name any names, 
Um, make it up. Make it up. Uh, I'm going to go with Mr. Skurville. Skurville? Skurville. Okay. Um, Mr.? Mr. Skurville. Okay, he's a gentleman. Gentleman. I had zero Real. male teachers. Really? Until I left and went to public school in high really? school. Really? Yeah. Interesting. No male teachers in my elementary. I had... It for, okay. Or junior high, for that matter. Yeah. I'm going to say this also, before I go back to that story. First experience I ever had where you had classes that were in other classrooms. Like, we would go to other class, Like, when we when we had, like, religious class in eighth, in eighth grade, mm-hmm. we would go to Sister... I think it was Sister Margaret at the time. Sister Margaret. Yeah, she's we still would teaching. go to Sister... She's still alive? She's teaching at Kennedy. Really? Yeah. She was old as... She teaches math. Sister Margaret, I like you. You were old as dirt when I went to school. So, and that was like 15 years ago. My grandmother... It was more her. than 15 years My ago. My grandmother had her in school. We're not thinking of the same person. No, she's like 100. We're not thinking of the same person, though. We're not thinking of the same person. I had Sister Margaret at Kennedy. Oh. I love Sister Margaret. I'm thinking of somebody else. You're thinking of a different I'm thinking of a nun. Oh, okay. Like a like a legit nun. Sister Margaret's ha- a nun too. Habit wearing nun every day of okay. her life. Sister Margaret doesn't wear nuns. I no. love Sister Margaret. You know, okay. All right. I love Sister Margaret. I'm, I'm not thinking I'm of the sure same person. I'm sure there's more than one Sister Margaret out yeah, there. Yeah, but I mean, like the one I'm thinking of, first of all, top math, fucking great. Loved her. Loved her to death. Yeah. Amazing. Um, but she's, no. She's like 90 or 100. She's old. I think I'm thinking of Sister Judith. Sister Ju- Judith. I don't know. I, don't know I think Judith. I think her name is Judith. Either way, Sister Judith. What? Whatever. Sister. None. Habit wearing none. Full hardcore. 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 Taught out of this old. We had these old, just ratty te- pages falling out textbooks that were like looked like they were like 60, 70, like 80 the fucking years Dead old. Sea Scrolls. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and it was so. It was such an antiquated textbook that we learned out of when I was learning religion. But we had to go to her class, and her class was the homeroom for fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And that was the weirdest thing for me too when I first went there because I was like, we we're not in high school. Why are we switching classes? Oh, and we're going to go over to Skirvilles to learn English. And we're going to go over here to learn math and shit. And I was like, holy shit. Like it it was, it was like a surreal experience. But anyway, uh, what I was saying before was it was, there was a bit more of a relaxed environment when I went to MGM, like when I eighth grade Skirville, like he treated us like we were adults, which is really cool. Like, he didn't see us, like, we we were kids, but he didn't see us as kids. He's like, you guys talk a lot of shit. Like, he didn't cuss in front of us. He, he was basically treating us like, look, you guys are more adult than a lot of teachers give you credit for. Like, we would hang out. There were times where we would hang out in the principal's office. Like, we knew, like, in eighth grade, like, the principal was very active. For those of you listening who don't understand it, it was the same way for me. Because when you're in a small, private Catholic school like this... The highest grade it goes was eighth grade. Yeah. So when you were eighth graders in that school, it was like being a senior in high school. Yeah. Like your shit didn't stink. You were the fucking kings of the hallway. You fucking weren't really, but you thought you were. There was a, I remember one time there was a storage room right off to the principal's room where you can get into it two ways from the hallway or from the principal's office. And there was one time I took a nap in there all day. Not... Because I was I wasn't feeling too well, so like she was like, "Why don't you just go in there and sleep?" And Skirville was like, "Yeah, just go 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 rest, go take a nap." I was like, "All right, let's do it." <laughs> and I went in there sick. As I can a, I can get an A on this. Sick as a dog, <laughs> laid on like it was one of those, um, like off like uh, doctor's office couches that had they, they weren't like cloth cushions. They were like, um, what's the material? Like not rubber, but like. Kind of like a faux leather? Faux leather, yeah, yeah. Like faux leather. It was like that. And I would just, I curled up on there and I slept there for like two hours. And I was like, all right, we're good. We're good. Like, wow. like we knew, like the principal knew us by name. We knew, we knew the principal by name. And we would like go there and hang out and shit. It was, it was cool. It's cool. See, I, I have similar stories like that about my school. I, at the time, especially in the older grades, in the middle school, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, when you're that age, that's a tough age. Oh yeah, that's a tough age for kids. You don't know if you're fish or fowl at that point. I was and pretty. I was pretty foul. <laughs> okay, I was. Foul. I knew what you I was. Knew what you were. I was. I was a little foul. See, I had a no fucking foul. clue. I had. I was all over the place. See, I. I hated wearing a uniform. Don't talk about uniforms because you didn't go to Fatima. Because Fatima, okay, explain your uniform. Dude, we'll explain your uniforms. Your uniforms had to have been better than my uniform. Explain your uniforms real quick. 
So we the had paint a picture. So there was different versions of it, but the typical typically what I wore. Imagine a polo shirt, just your average everyday collared polo shirt with three, four buttons up at the top, and it's got a <clears throat> script in cursive writing in green says Notre Dame on the breast. It is the color of urine yellow. I'm talking about like if you're a little bit dehydrated and you take a piss in the toilet, you know the color of the water mixed with your piss? Yeah. That's the color of the shirts. Fucking hideous. Thick, heavy, uncomfortable, horrible. And we wore like slacks, like dockers, but they had to be navy fucking blue. And you had to wear dress shoes. It's typically like brown Doc Martens or yeah. whatever fucking airwalks from Payless that were brown and like that's what you that's what you wore every single day. Every single day. That's what you wore. I get you beat. Get your beat. Let me hear okay, it. so okay. here's the thing. Urine yellow. Urine yellow. Urine yellow. Disgustingly hideous. Your colors at MGM were actually cool colors. But I got you beat. Here's why. Okay. Because at MGM, when we went there, you had to wear dress shoes, obviously. Dress shoes. Dress shoes. Okay, got it. You had to wear dress pants. Dark mm-hmm. dress pants. Either dark, very, very dark blue, or black dress pants. Same like we're us. talking, We're talking like go to, your, go to your grandma's funeral, like dress pants. Yeah, that's the same as us. Yeah. Same as us. We had to wear a blue button-up shirt, either navy blue or like cyan or light blue, typically a light blue button-up, always had to be tucked in. Yes, our shirts always, always had, had to be tucked, tucked in. in. And yeah. we had to wear a tie. Had to wear a tie. We had to wear a tie. We did not as, have to wear As ties. a guy, we had to wear a tie. The women, the girls, were worse than us because they had specific uniforms they had to purchase from the school that were like jumpers borderline schoolgirl outfits yeah that jumpers were, yeah that were like or skirts with jumpers they had yeah. vests they had skirts they always had to they always had to wear like uh obviously the skirts had to be long but they always had to wear always knee high socks they could not show any skin I, yeah I, no, you know no skin at all there was one time there was one time i forgot my tie at home and I knew I had like a spare tie in my backpack, but the spare tie was skinny. It was, it was, it was, an, it was a skinny ten, tie. It was a 10 year old tie. You're, you're, a, you're a skinny tie type. I knew it. It wasn't skinny because it was a skinny tie. It was skinny because it was a 10 year old's tie. Because when I put it on, the tie went about, about to like middle of my chest. It did not go lower than the <laughs> middle of my chest. Like, like and, a Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> yeah. And I remember there was this one kid that was there that forgot his tie and, um, like he, he forgot his tie and uh one of the teachers was like getting on his case like you forget your tie all the time you don't wear your tie blah 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 and he the dude pointed at me and I was like what about him look at his tie he's like at least he has a fucking tie like, you, like he's like at least he's, he's like <laughs> I did that once and I was like I'm never forgetting my tie again but like we had to wear like like at least you had polos where like it was kind of casual to a certain extent. They were awful though. They were awful, but they're like awful. they were. It was kind of casual. You weren't you at MG, but at MGM you were dressed up, hundred percent of the time, and there were casual Friday days it would have, but you had to pay for casual. Friday. Yeah, yeah, jeans days. Yeah, it was like fifty cents or a dollar. Yeah, it was something stupid like that. Yeah, you know what I did? I didn't fucking pay. I came in my fucking dress up gear because I was like, I likes my money. Wow. See, that I did was, it. I paid a couple times. I paid that, a couple times. That was fucking social suicide. There was one time, and my mother was a teacher there too, but there was one fucking time that we had a jeans day, and I forgot. So I put the whole uniform on, showed up, everybody's in jeans. I got, I called, my mom was not even there that day, thank God. She had like come later. I call her, I'm like, you gotta bring me clothes, you gotta bring me clothes. Because there was kids who would forget the idiots. And if you had your uniform on when everybody else was in their fly threads, they were in their fucking... Stay fly. Oh, dude. When you were able to, like, express your artistic, like, you, you were able to express yourself with, like, what clothes you wear that isn't all uniform. Man, we... I lit. I was... I had style, man. I had style. And I gotta, I gotta say one thing. The tie... Does suck. I'll give you that. But when I was in eighth grade, I actually dated a girl who was in seventh grade at your school at MGM. Really? Yes. I'd seen the uniform. I mean, granted, we were in fucking 
middle school, but ah, she looked on damn the, cute on in the, it. On I the right, she looked cute in it. On the right girl. Not like Britney Spears cute, but cute enough. I mean, if if you think the Britney Spears uniform, you're not that far off. I know. That, so, look. I mean, the look, right kind of girl in the, the right, right kind of atmosphere. No pedo here. No, no pedo. pedo. I, you were at the. It was you were at the age. You I was. Say re- it. I'm you reminiscing. I'm reminiscing. This girl's my age now. Um. Yeah. Uh, I think there's there was one girl I remember who one year older than me. I was in seventh grade. She was in eighth grade, and I remember she was. I didn't say any names. She's a. She was a principal's daughter, and she went there. Let me tell you, she was like the biggest crush that like most of the guys had. Because at the time, once again, no pedo, as you say, like she looked, she looked really good. Like she, and to this day, I haven't, I obviously haven't seen her in years and I never like knew her or hang, hung out with her. But like you see pictures and stuff like that on social media. She's still like, yeah, yeah. So I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Did you, uh, did you play any sports when you went to Notre Dame? I did. I did. I played um, I played soccer because we had a soccer team. I played every year. I started in kindergarten, or I guess first grade is when it starts. First grade through eighth grade. And you know what? I was pretty damn good, lad. Pretty damn good. Really? Yes. But our team was legit. But fucking St. Mike's from Greenville. Yeah. Fuck those green assholes. They were real good. And we always lost to them. But I played soccer. There's a whole other story I can get into that. I played volley. We had a volleyball team. I played I volleyball. MGM had a volleyball team for a brief period. Yeah, we played too. you guys. Yeah, we played you guys. Volleyball, and I played one year of basketball, but I played in eighth grade only because all my friends played. Dude, I sucked at basketball. <clears throat> like I was just too rough. Like you're not allowed to touch anybody in basketball. Yeah, you know? I'd fucking tackle the dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was not good at basketball, but I was good at volleyball and I was good at soccer. Those were the three. And, like, we had, um, what other sports did we even have? Like, cheerleading, cheerleading, but yeah. that was, the girls did that. Uh, we had music, we were in the, I was in the musicals. We had musicals really? in the school. Yeah. And they were, they were on point. They see, were on point. See, Fatima did have, I don't think it had, like, a musical You wouldn't program. have enough kids. Like, we wouldn't have to, there was, there was one time, they had, they had one music program, which was very, 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 very small. Which was somebody, which was, um, it was basically learning to play the guitar. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. There was only three people in. Did you do it? I did it. Yeah. There was only three people involved in it. I was one of them because I had, I had begged my mother for a guitar. I had begged my mother for a guitar. You look like you'd play guitar. You Here's the thing. Guitar Here's the thing. I don't know how to play the guitar. <laughs> no, you don't, but. Let me tell you, let me tell you that. I begged my mother for a guitar and then I got the guitar and it was fun and then I realized how fucking hard it was. And then I was like, let me, I'm just gonna strum. And then they started this music program where it's like they had an instructor that would come and teach guitar and I was like, I got a fucking guitar. I'll do it. I'll do it. And I went there and I went for like three times and then after I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing it. Because it was work, and at the Dude. time, at the time I was a lazy, I was a lazy. Here's the thing: I'm willing to admit this. I was a lazy, lazy, lazy shit, and I didn't want to do any work. I just, I just wanted to have, I just wanted to have the experience. Here's the thing: I still have the same fucking guitar. So learn it. Be- time, dude. I, dude. I have every intention of learning it. Throw just, your hat over the wall I, and learn it. I look. I I, I have pra- I have practice with that, and I have I have learned to play some chords, and I've learned to play some minor things with it before. But like I I've 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 not had the time to like Is it acoustic. No, it's electric. Oh, Fucking. Okay. I was like, I had dreams. <laughs> <laughs> you had dreams of being a rock star. I did. You, I did. Was like, I had. I had. I had. A, I had an old friend who had a band. Oh, okay. And I, I didn't have many friends in Mercer, but I had a couple, and I stayed in touch with like one or two of them. And there was one of them that had a band, and I was like, "Dude, I'll get a guitar and I'll learn how to play, and I'll be in your fucking band." And I was like, "Yeah, sick. I'll be the next fucking like Lincoln Park dude or whatever." <laughs> <laughs> and it's great. That you're like, I'll be the dude from. I'll be the, the Guns N' Roses dude. I don't know his name. <laughs> That's basically what it was. And I was like, and then I picked it up and I was like playing. I was like, this is really fucking hard. 
And this is boring. It's boring to learn an instrument. Here's, here's why it's boring to learn an instrument, because they want you to learn the basics. And I understand the basics are important, that you want to learn the chords and all that other shit. It's fucking boring to do that shit. And I couldn't do it. It set the scene here, okay? Years ago, you're away at college in Erie, Pennsylvania, and you're at, you're at a house party. You're standing in the corner of the room. I took my guitar up there for a semester. Yeah, yeah, okay. You're enjoying a drink. You got a hat on, glasses. You know, you're wearing your pea coat. Okay, you're standing in the corner. You're that mysterious guy. So sorry, so sorry. I did wear a hat briefly during my time at Edinburgh when I was hanging out with a friend of ours, Brad. He he would kill me if I said this, but he was kind of a hipster. But he was like the original hipster. So it's like. He was on the cutting edge of hipsters. So it was cool for him. And he he and his buddies would wear these things called dude bro hats, where they would just what get are they called dude bro hats, dude bro hats. And what they would do is they would just get hats, and underneath like the the what do you call it the lid the brim the, lid, the, the brim the brim they would write a marker dude bro, and that was dude their thing. Bro. And I had a purple one of those. You had a dude bro hat. Yeah, I did have a dude bro. Okay, hat. Okay, so you're wearing your dude bro hat, peacoat, standing in the corner, sipping on a drink. Gin and juice. Some some okay looking Baby. girls. What do you do? You walk out to your car, you get your guitar, you come in, you sit down in, in a room that's there's people around. People start looking over at you and you Cause maybe <laughs> you're gonna be the one that saves me. Cause you have to learn Wonderwall. Yeah. That's like that's the first song anybody ever has to learn on a guitar. I think I learned the beginning of Wonderwall. <laughs> See, I think I, I think I you used to, to know the beginning of it. Like it's it's not a question. If you know Wonderwall, it's like, when did you learn Wonderwall? Everybody, ha- if you have a guitar, you know how to play Wonderwall. That's, that's, that goes outside. You play Wonderfall, you'd have been neck deep in pussy. Yes, that's all you need. Guitar at a house party. You've seen it happen. I, I, I brought my guitar up there because I was living with a mutual, mutual person we know, a mutual friend of ours, Josh Watkins. I'm going to name drop him because he's a big person on social media for i love us. him i love the great, guy great guy i live with he him listens to the show, so. I, I lived with him my first semester and he is an avid guitar player like he knows how to play the guitar and he was had his guitar up there and i was like and this is the time whenever i was like going home every weekend because i had to work so i was like one weekend i was like fuck it I'm going to take my guitar up there fuck it i took my guitar and my amp up there and i was like dude i brought my guitar and amp let's fucking play like teach me how to play and he's like no, he wasn't like no though. But he was he was like, all right, here's the websites I go to. Like you like learn like chords and shit like that, like songs you like on websites. So I was learning like Coheed and Cambria like shit and everything like that, like beginning of that shit. Um, but yeah, but when they had this program in MGM, and I remember the last time I stopped was the instructor gave us like a thing where it's like, why don't you guys take what you've learned here in the past two classes and like write your own song. And like, come up through on like little, just like a little jingle of your song. And I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so Dude, that would have been okay. It would have been, like, been okay. But I was like, once again, it was this work. This is an Ab Silvis original. It's abstract. <laughs> you could just like ring, ring, ring. Once again, it was work, and I was a lazy shit. So, um, but no, that was the only music program that Fatima actually had. But there were there were sports that I did play. Looking back on it, and when you're in like seventh and eighth grade, you're a fucking dick. Like you're you're very selfish and self centered. You don't think, and and when I was in school, we had some athletic guys, and when we would play you guys in basketball or soccer, dude, I felt sorry. I was gonna get into that. I, I was felt, gonna get into that. I felt sorry for you guys because we would just murder you, and it was to the point where it wasn't even fun for us. Like it was like, I know that sounds bad, but especially I don't blame, I don't blame you. It wasn't. Guess what? It wasn't fun for us either. So because it was, it was to the point where it was like, oh my gosh, like I feel awful for these kids. Like, like it's eleven. Okay, I'm gonna we're start playing about, soccer. It's eleven to nothing. Like I gotta start with that. Okay, so like stop shooting at MGM. <laughs> at MGM, I played soccer. Also, mm-hmm. I played volleyball. Also, and I also played basketball for two years. The reason why I played all those sports, right. not volleyball. Volleyball was enjoyable. I enjoyed volleyball. I loved volleyball. It was fucking fun. Yeah. I played yeah. soccer first, and I played soccer because a coach was talking to my mother, was talking to me, and talking to my mother, my grandmother, talking to me, and he convinced me to join the team because he was like, "Dude, you've got like a, you've got almost a football build. 
that was like a polite way of saying you're fat. So he's like, dude, you've got almost a football build. So like you could be really good in soccer playing defense. Right. And like we need some we need soccer players because, you know, there's not a lot of students in your classes. And I was like, I guess because here's the thing. I'd done the sports thing before okay. in Mercer. I played baseball for a season and it sucked. I must have got hit in the head with that fucking ball <laughs> more times than anybody. Because here's the thing. I crowded the plate, and I didn't know I was crowding the plate. No, 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 no. It wasn't that way. It was – I was I was the guy – if you ever see, like, a baseball player who sticks their butt out and leans forward with the bat, oh, yeah. I was that guy because the coach tried to put me on the plate closer than I wanted to be, and that ball's fucking fast. That's a fast fight. And I've been hit in the head with that fucking ball before. Beamed. Yeah. I've Take been, your base. I've been be- I was beamed in the arm, the leg, the hip, the fucking head. Like, I was beamed so many times that I'm like, I'm not, like, why would you put me in the firing line? Why would you put me in the firing? Like, like, there's a firing squad in front of me. Like, I'm not stupid. Don't do that shit. Like, I walked so much. It was <laughs> At least ridiculous. You could have yeah. struck out every time. So, hey. But anyway, I did the sports thing. So I was, I was hesitant. And I was like, I guess. But, like, I hate sports. So, like, I, but I was like, all right, I guess. So I played soccer. And then the basketball coach, cool fucking dude, fixed my car a couple times because he runs a garage. I think he, he might still do it, but he runs a garage. He used to run a garage. Fixed my car a couple times. Um... Real, real, real nice guy, real cool, though, real good to me, convinced me to join the basketball team. Cause he's like, cause at the time, when I was in seventh grade, there were like four or five boys. Eighth grade, as I said, there was like two or three boys. So there was not the makings of a great basketball team in numbers. So he was like, dude, you gotta play basketball. We gotta get some team. We gotta get, a, we gotta get a varsity team. You gotta play basketball. And I was like, all right, fine, I'll do it. Mind you, I maybe touched a basketball three times in my entire life at the time. So I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know anything, any kind of nonsense. I was better at defense than any kind of on- offense. That's like my life, defense. Defense is my life. So when you say you felt sorry for us, dude, I felt sorry for me. Because when we would go, we first of all, when, when I play basketball, we never won a game. My entire two years of playing basketball, not once did we ever win a game. And that's probably like a solid 12 games a year, right? Yeah. 10, 12 so, games. We come close a couple times. There was one time, I, I can't remember, St. Joe's. St. Joe's, yeah, okay. Like, it might have been St. Joe's. They I can't weren't remember very good either, so it might have been them. No, then then it probably wasn't them. It was one, it was... It was a team that was first good. Of all, first of all, we only had one string my entire two years. All Like a lot of other schools had two strings. They had their first string and their second string. So... One time, it was later in the season. I think it might have been when I was in seventh grade. There was they one of the schools came to our gym, and we were playing a game. And when we were playing, we were doing surprisingly well against them to the point where we were we weren't getting cocky, but we were getting confident. We're like, "Hey, we might be able to beat them. We might be able to win. We're playing them." We found out later that was our second string. When we started winning, they threw their first string in, fucking dominated us. <laughs> like, destroyed us. Like, it was insane. So, Sorry. the thing is, like, I, even though we never won, I still kind of enjoyed the basketball games. I still kind of enjoyed the games because you're talking about a kid, myself, who, like, never had any positive, not much, like, public positive attention. So, like, when I play the games, like, there be there would be people, like, on the stands, like, at home games who came to see the game that were, like, cheering for us. Despite the fact they knew we were going to fucking win. Like, we had cheerleaders. We had people cheering for us. Like, it was fun. I was like, this is really fucking cool. Like, this is pretty cool. We're going to lose, but that's cool. Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed some of it. And that's all that matters, right? I didn't enjoy... Here's the thing. Once again, little lazy fat shit. I didn't enjoy running up and down the court. Yeah. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I was like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to do it. But it was it was fairly enjoyable. Soccer, on the other hand, was it was all right. It was it was okay. I've I, a couple times I might have you know accidentally scored an, an own goal. Oh, once or twice. Well, here's the thing. There was one time I remember we were playing on the Kennedy Field, mm-hmm. and that's where St. Joe's plays. Yeah. So we we were playing a game, and I obviously on def- I played offense a couple times, but I was mainly defense. And I was going to block a ball. Somebody, like, lightly nudged the ball so I was heading for the goal. 
and I went to go block it, not knowing the goalie was right there to catch it, and I knocked it out of the way of the goalie and into our goal. And I was like, I'm dead. I'm done. I'm done for the day. I'm good. I'm good to go. Mm. Yeah, so... So I played defense, too. I was I was pretty good at it, but... And we had a really good team, but like I said, there was there was like four teams that we would all rotate through playing, and the one team was St. Mike's out of Greenville. They were real good too, but we were pretty close to them. We tied them a few times, but our coach—I had the worst coach ever. Nice guy in the world, but like really, really nice and like hardcore Christian. So he was like a play everybody the same type of coach. Yeah. You gotta be fair. We're fucking playing St. Mike's. They were out for motherfucking blood. Yeah. Like, they would have curb stomped us if they got the chance. So they leave their starters in the whole fucking time. They're like Conan the Barbarian. Conan, what's good in life? <laughs> they just... They just <laughs> it was nuts. So, like, we'd be tied, like, late in the game, and they'd take our best player out to put in some some retard. And it was like, why are you doing this? Can you this? say that word now? I I stressed a different part of it, but oh okay, it, fair. My, this it's fair. The 90s. It's fair. It was the nineties. Okay, so you could say it back then. I uh, did not like how the game turned out, and and I got a sour taste in my mouth because of that coach. But I I enjoyed every minute of it. At the time, I was a punk. I was a punk kid. I thought I hated that <clears> school. <throat> Looking back on it, God, it was great. High school was the fucking pits, man. I didn't high know nothing in high school. High school sucks. Just thing though, like high school for me was freshman through junior year, doing the normal, just go to class, do your thing, do your studies, do your homework, write your papers, do your thing. Senior year though, that's where that's where it was at. Like I did very, very yes, good shit. I did very very little my senior year. I did my work. And I passed, obviously, but I did very, I, I might, I might have told the story a few times, but like these stories, but like I slept so much in class because like I didn't sleep at night. Like I would go to, I would like fall asleep like real late. So I'd only get like maybe like four or five hours of sleep. So I'd like go to class. Like I'd go to like algebra class and I'd be like knocked out. Mm. It was a regular thing whenever we went to theology class that I'd be sleeping to the point where it's like it, it was just it was just me like at that Adam the sleeper Adam sleeps in class like I would be in theology there was one time I was in theology and um Mrs I'm gonna add the name um Mrs she let me tell you let me tell you <laughs> let me tell you. I was I would always knock myself out in class I would have my sit in the back next to my buddy head down sleeping to the point where I was so knocked out that she was calling my name to the point where she had to yell my name to wake me up. And it made like, it was one of those things where like it made a scene where it's like, I woke up, you know, I drooled a little bit on my book. What? <laughs> <laughs> like I was, I like, I got up, I had the entire class staring at me <laughs> and I was like, what, what's going on? What are we doing? Like, I slept in history, I slept in theology, I slept in algebra. Why did you sleep at night? Because I could, I, I had insomnia. I couldn't sleep. Like, I couldn't sleep. Like, I would go to bed and I'd be tossing and turn all night. Like, I could not sleep at night. So, there was the principal, once again, add out the name, one time had to come wake me up in algebra. I, I fell asleep and i woke up and he like I, he woke me up and the classroom was empty lights were off and it was empty it's like oh you're you're uh having a bad day i say i was like i guess so so yeah i was uh i was a big i was a bit of a slacker in high school it wasn't until it wasn't until college whenever i like picked it up i was like oh i should probably like study more and like actually do shit but like it was re- it was real chill most of the time cuz like i had a buddy who worked on um he worked on like the play sets like he would put shit together and like build sets and like do all that and he was like really good at it and i would like use theology he he went there during theology class to do it and i would just like go with him and i would just like use theology class as as an excuse to go help him even though i just sat there and didn't do anything so there was one time where uh my theology teacher name 
caught me one time whenever I was walking out of the gym and she was walking past and she saw me coming out and knew that I cut class to go do that. And she was like, she got like real pissed off, but like there was nothing that came of it. Did you ever cut class in high school? Like ever? High school a lot. Yeah, I didn't. Did you ever like leave school though and cut class? Yeah. So now I hope this policy has changed because this was some, this is a bullshit policy. At my high school, and I went to, I went to the public high school in our town and they had a policy where, first of all, it was like, school started so fucking early. It started like 7.18, like something like 7.30 was when the bell like rang. Like classes started? Yeah. It was so what? fucking early. And I was always late. I was like you. I was tired. I was I was, I was was slow mover in the morning. And I, I was actually, lived pretty far away from the school and I had to drive myself there. They had these doors. And the way it worked was they were on a timer. That when the late bell rang, the doors automatically locked. I think we had those. I, I don't know if I don't know if it was like automatic or like the front desk person would lock them. But yeah, we had those where like they would lock. And the only door that was open was the door that went through the main office. And if you were late, you had to come through the main office, and they were standing there waiting for you. You had to sit down and wait, and they had to write you a tardy pass. And they had the three strikes rule. You had two time. The third time was a detention. And every time after that, you got a detention. So I was on like my oh my god, I was probably on like a baker's dozen of being late. And I'd be I'd be I'd be hightailing it to school. I'd I'd like whip into a parking lot. I'd like Tokyo drift into a parking lot. I'd like grabbing my books and putting my pencil in my ear. I'm running because all you have to do is make it through that door. If you make it through that door, you're golden. Half the fucking teachers didn't care if you walked into class late, but you had to get through that barrier before the bell rang that was the key that was the golden ticket yeah and i'm like steps away from the door i see the door i'm reaching out for it and what do i hear ring 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 fuck i stop dead in my tracks i turn right the fuck around i go right the hell to my car and i drive home and don't come to school that was like a lot because if you were late to school you got into trouble if you didn't come into school, you got in no trouble. <laughs> like, it was yeah. a bad policy. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was a very bad policy. Did you ever, like, leave school in the middle of the day, though? Like, just go? I mean, we can tell these stories, yeah. Um, it's been years. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. You know, no, I don't think I did, because once I was there, I was there. It's whatever. It was getting there that was the issue for me. Twice I did it. Twice? Twice. One time... Obviously, every school has senior skip day where the seniors just don't fucking come to school because yeah, that's just senior skip day. that's the way it is. But that, again, that's a not come to school every day. Yeah, when I went to school, our seniors had like five senior skip days in the same month. <laughs> so we had a senior skip day. We didn't go, and then like that week later on, we had another senior skip day. A few of us went, and a bunch of other people did not go. So me and my me and my friends were like, "Fuck it, we're gonna leave." So third period, we we all agreed. Third period, we're going to meet here, and we're just going to walk out. So we went to one of the back staircases where there's an exit. We walked out the door, ran to the fucking car, and went. Left. Where'd you go? We went to Ohio. And I can't remember where in Ohio. We fucking went to Ohio did some shit. Like, did you drive to fucking Cincinnati? Or like no, no, it wasn't like that. But it was like, it was like, <laughs> it was like Eastern Ohio. So we were just like doing some shit like, you know, just you know, dumb shit. I don't know. Did you go like know. Eastwood Mall? No, we went to, I remember we went, we went to IHOP. I do remember that. Oh, okay. Went to IHOP and we were doing some shit. We were just like hanging out and doing some shit. And then, again, like the next week, we decided to do it like a second time. And so we just fucking left. Mm-hmm. And nobody said anything at all. Because we were seniors and the teachers didn't care. And they assumed we were slackers and we were never going to amount to anything in the world. Right. So. So I have I've one story. So. When I was probably in oh, ninth or 10th grade, it was early on, we had a serial bomb threat caller in her. No shit. We had... We had one, too. We had, like, every couple months, sure fucking enough, there'd be a bomb threat called in. And, you know, I was in ninth grade, and it was, like, one of the first ones. The first ones in a series of, of people calling in bomb threats. This bomb threat gets called in. And of course, there's chatter going on in school. Oh, my God. And they would do something stupid like go to the bathroom stall and write it on the wall. 
like there's a bomb. Yeah. Like something stupid, like something retarded like that. There I am with that word again. I've been drinking wine. But good wine. It's pretty good. But wine. anyway, it's pretty good. Um, not bad. I I shouldn't use that word. I'm gonna try not to. So the bomb threat. I remember thinking these people are stupid. There's like, an alabaster like, retard. There was actually. <laughs> <laughs> good wine. Good wine. That's from the money boosh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> Compose. So there was a bomb threat, and everybody's worried. There was like there was like people in the hallway crying, like girls were scared, people were scared, and I'm like, "Fuck, ain't nothing gonna fucking happen." So I'm, I remember I'm in gym class, and I'm just like hanging out there, and they come over the speaker. The speaker. Um, there's been a lot of talk today, it's like the superintendent or the principal or whatever, there's been a lot of talk today about a possible bomb threat, and and there was some words written in a bathroom stall, so if anybody feels uncomfortable, you do have permission to leave today. I remember thinking to myself, fuck that, it ain't gonna be anything, <laughs> nothing wrong, so I'm in gym class, well, I love the gym class, like dribbling a basketball or whatever, and I hear... Like the loud whistle, like people do with their phone, yeah, their pinkies in their mouth, like the, yeah, that, yeah. I look over my shoulder, and there's like one of my best friends standing at the door of the gym with his coat on, his book bag on, his hat on, he going with a with a shit eating grin on his face, going. <laughs> I'm like, fuck that. If he's leaving, I'm out of here too. So, I didn't drive at the time. Like I said, I was in like ninth grade, so I had to like get together a ride. But that's the only time. That's the only time I left school. My my entire four years of high school, there was one bomb threat that I remember that uh, being called, and they, it was called in, like somebody oh, yeah? called in and was like, "Hey, there's a bomb in the school." So that's ballsy right there. Yeah. So it might have been like tenth or eleventh grade. They cleared the entire school and had us all go across a parking lot next to where like the football field was. There was like. The, field house i guess what you would call it where yeah. like the footballers like train and stuff like that right we basically all went to that area mm-hmm. kind of i think we all like went in honestly like most it was of like winter time or i can't remember it might have been winter time that's the reason why we all went in but they brought the cops in the cops searched the building they had dogs and everything like that sniffing out and then after like after like a half hour they're like all right everything's good and we all went back i was like very efficient very efficient of you guys to Search for a half hour for a potential bomb. That was awesome. At my <laughs> school, at, like there was there was like a serial bomb threat, like called in all the time. And after that first time it happened, like they kind of they kind of got a policy down, which <clears throat> where my where my high school was literally next door, the building next to it was the police station. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, so when the bomb threat would happen, what they would do, they would walk us out back and they would take us to the football stadium. And we would sit there in the football stadium until the police came over. They brought the dogs in. They did the same thing you said. They'd search for a little while. And I remember the one time it was fucking winter and it was cold. And we had to go back into the football stadium, which is outside, freeze our ass off while they search. It was bullshit. It was bullshit. People would just get up and leave. They're like, I'm leaving. It's too cold. Teacher tried to get him to stop. At that point, I left too. But then there was something. Somebody... Somebody thought, I heard people say, you know, that's a really bad idea. Now that they have this policy that we go to the football field, like, what if the person who was putting a bomb just put the bomb in the football field, you know? Yeah. So the next time it happened, this is crazy, it was a bomb threat. So we evacuated to the football field, the police came over. As we're walking up into the football field, it was written right there in the football field, boom, you're all dead. Wow. Yeah. That was the last time they caught the kid after this time. Did they catch him? They caught him. How did they catch people like that? Well, when he went to the football <coughs> field, see, when they, we, he was always writing. He wasn't calling it in like your dude. Yeah. He was writing it on the bathroom stalls or the walls, and he was going to places <coughs> where there weren't cameras. When he did that on the football field, there was cameras. Ah. Uh. So he got caught on camera. And he was a kid that was actually on the hockey team with me in high school. That sounds like a kid that would grow up to be somebody who's like 
when he gets stopped by a cop, he's like, you don't have a right to search my car or do anything. I'm not going to say the kid's name. He's dead now. Really? He died, he died of a drug overdose like Shit. four or five years ago. Yeah. He played hockey with me on the hockey team. And when this happened, the bomb threat, he got expelled. <clears throat> he had to go to the local bad kids school that we all know. Yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> When you were in sports in junior high. When yeah. you were in sports in junior high, mm-hmm. did you ever have a situation where, like, when you're playing basketball or you're playing soccer or something like that, where your team was doing particularly poor and the coach came into the locker room and started yelling and screaming and slamming shit? Basketball. Particularly basketball, <clears throat> yes. Because our basketball team was slightly different from yours. When I was in sixth grade, I didn't play basketball. I only played basketball in eighth grade. When I was in sixth grade, my school's basketball team lost in the state championship game. And they won the state championship game the year when I was in ninth grade, when I was in high school. They won the state champion. My my team was really fucking good at basketball. And our coach was like a legendary coach. And he he would fucking throw a basketball at your fucking head if you weren't doing well. And my eighth grade year... We were good, but we were definitely below standard from what they were used to. Like, we didn't win our region. We tied for first place, and we had to have a playoff game to get into the playoffs, and we lost to this team, and it was like, it was bad. So yeah, our coach, our coach was very fucking intense. It was very fucking intense. For us in basketball, it was very often. Where the coach would come in and like slam shit and like slam a door and like slam shit on the ground and stuff well, like why that. Why though? You guys lost every game. That's the point. Like, like we were like we were losing. We we're practicing all the time. We were losing, but we were losing. Like, here's like like there were a couple people on our team. I'm not gonna name any names. I don't know I can say they're bad people because they're not. They're not bad people, but they had the mentality of they were better than they thought they were. I guess is what I would say. Like there was one person on our team who. He was he he was good. He was good. He handled the ball really well. But there was a lot of people on our team that wanted to be the star. They wanted to be the one to score all the baskets. Mm. And I was not one of those people, obviously. Like in seventh grade, there were six people on our team total, and I was the spare. So um, there were a lot of people. There were there were a good number of people that were like that, mm. and. They weren't playing, like, real fundamental basketball. They were playing, like, I want to be, like, star basketball player kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. Like, they played NBA Jam, and they were like, I want to be him. They were playing street ball. <clears throat> Basically, yeah. They weren't playing team basketball. Basically. And in fairness, like, to me, I didn't learn the plays. Like, he would give us a place to, like, go home and study, and I was like, I'm not doing that. Because, you know, I like I said, I was lazy, lazy shit. I didn't want to do it. So I was like, like, for example... I hated like, like when you play defense. I hated uh, player to player defense, whatever man they call man. it, man to man. I was always all about zone defense. Zone. Yeah. <clears throat> Here's why, because I couldn't tell who was who, <laughs> because I didn't know the names. Like I wasn't like unlike a lot of the people, I wasn't friends with any. I didn't know any of the people at the other schools. So whenever they were like, "You've got you know blah 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 so and so," and I'd be like, "I don't know who the fuck that is." Numbers are on the back of the fucking shirt. They're facing me. I can't tell whose number that is. So, like, I can't watch my man. It was it was a weird thing for me. So, like, I played zone even when it was man-to-man, for the most part. And then if it was man-to-man and they were like, dude, we're playing man-to-man, not zone, I would look for the guy that didn't have a person on defense. I'd be like, that must be my guy right over there. I was a weird kid. <clears throat> So, uh, interesting show, is what I'm going to say. Interesting show. Very was, very reminiscent. It was very different. Yes, a lot of reminiscing about the old days. We, uh, <coughs> it was probably very boring for people just listening to the show. Nah, but, but, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Here's what I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no because podcasts are all about telling stories. That's what podcasts usually are about. Like, we're, uh, like true, we're not, true. we're not, we're not a podcast that is specific to one thing. We're not a movie review podcast. We're not a pol- politics podcast. We're a storytelling podcast. You just listen to an hour of us telling stories. Yeah. So but I mean, I mean, maybe people can relate. Maybe can people can think about 
when I was in eighth grade and I happened to go to my local Catholic school and I played basketball. Not even Catholic school, any school. Really? Yeah, true. Because true. <clears throat> I went to both Catholic and public. So did I. So did you. Right. So uh, we kind of know pros and cons to each of them. I think yeah. that's fair to say. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I mean, I had fun. I had fun reminiscing. See, unlike you, I have the memory of a steel trap. Now, I'm not good with names. I always forget names, but I remember faces. Yeah. And I remember things that happen, <clears throat> situations, scenarios. That's why I'm pretty good at telling stories. I'm very good at, I'm pretty good at faces, terrible at names, and I do not have a steel trap. Shit just flows in and then is more than willing That's to okay. flow out whenever okay. it wants to. That's okay. So. I, I, I remember shit, and two of our good friends that have been on the show, Mike Deloney and Patrick Lackey, I, Patrick and I went to school in kindergarten together, all the way through eighth grade. Mike came in first grade. So, kindergarten and first grade through eighth grade, because then they went to Kennedy, the, the, private high school like yeah. you and i went to the public high school but do you regret you ever regret that like not going with your friends to the private to kennedy i do i off i i think about this a lot and how differently things would have worked out and see and i'll talk about this briefly before we before we wrap up the show my grandmother who i loved very very much she has since passed away she was very important to me but now that I'm older and I look back on it, she was very manipulative at a young age. And she was the local public high school that I went to was called Hickory. The town we live in, we're from Hermitage, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Hermitage, Pennsylvania has two high schools, the public and the private. The public is called Hickory High School. The private is called Kennedy. High Hickory school. never made sense to me, but fair. I went to Hickory, you went to Kennedy. We yeah. went to the, in the same town, but just you went to the private, I went to the public. High school. We're talking about high school now. And the reason why I went there was because my grandmother went there. She sent all three of her kids there. She sent her oldest grandkid there, and then it was my turn. My mom wanted me to go to Kennedy. But she, from a young age, was planting that seed, trying to tell me that I needed to go to Hickory. Because she was Hickory was the greatest Guess what, Adam? It wasn't. It's not the greatest. No, it's not. But I had a bad attitude. I was a punk eighth grade kid. I didn't want to wear that fucking terrible uniform anymore. That was big. And at Kennedy, you don't wear a uniform, but you have a dress code. You know, you have to yeah. dress up. Yep. And I didn't want to do that. I wanted to wear gym shorts and sweatpants to school. I didn't want to have to wear a tie. And I just, I, I had a bad taste in my mouth. Like I said, I liked soccer, but I had a really bad coach. So I was fucking done with soccer. I wanted to play football. Even though I was slow and Did you actually play small, football? I played football for four years in okay. Hickory. Okay. And I was lousy because I was so slow and so small. And I was going up against 350-pound high school kids who would murder me. But that's neither here nor there. That's a whole other story. So I went, I went to the public high school. And I think about it. I'm like, man, I would have probably done so much better. Had I gone to the school where all my friends were, where my mom was a teacher in that district, I, I would have done better. But I would have, I would not do it differently because it made me who I am. Like, I played hockey at Hickory and I made one of my friends on the team who I knew beforehand, but became very close with him. He got me my job at the skating rink because we played hockey together. If I would have gone to Hickory, I would have still known him. I would have still been friends with him, but I never would have become super close with him enough for him to get me a job at the skating rink. Since I worked at the skating rink, I met my wife, Kristen, there. We're married and have two kids together and have our life. I met yeah. you there, Adam. Yes. If I hadn't gone to Hickory, this podcast would not be happening because I probably would have never worked at the skating rink. So it's like... It's like space-time continuum thing. If you go back and change one tiny little thing, do it butterfly effect. It butterfly effect. It changes everything, and that's what would have happened had I not gone to Hickory. That is an outlandish thought process, right there. Yeah, very outlandish. So at times I think, you know what? <clears throat> I should have gone to Kennedy. 
I should have played soccer. I should have kept my head down and gone with the flow. But no, I had to go to Hickory and play football and sling my dick around like I like I was the big fish in the little pond, which I wasn't, but I thought I was. So I mean, it's all about attitude. It's all, all about, about attitude. attitude. And when you're that age, you don't know if you're fish or fowl. So if you want to get a hold of Four Distraction, you want to tell us what your school stories were. Do you want to? I'd like to hear that. Yeah, yes. yeah. Tell us what you what 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 you enjoyed about junior high, high school. You know where you went to school, whatever. Email us Four Distraction at gmail dot com. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Search Four Distraction at podcast fyd. We are on iTunes and SoundCloud. Search for distraction. Rate us. Like us. Comment on us. Share us with your friends. The only way, the only way we grow is if you guys help us grow. We are also a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. Head over to Podbean and search for the Movie Guys Podcast. There you can find the Movie Guys and For Distraction. That is our official, unofficial hub for the Be Real Network. If you guys know of or have a podcast that you're looking to join a network, you're looking to, you know, get a maybe a lar- bit of a larger audience, you know, you're looking to grow a little bit, you can email us or you can email the Movie Guys podcast. We're always looking for new shows to join the family. We'd also like to thank our box of wine that we have sitting over here. Oh, we didn't even we didn't even do an intro. We just went right into it and talked for a we did, fucking we did. hour and a half. What we, about, it was an hour. About an, an hour. hour. Yeah, about an hour. It feels like an hour and a half. Yeah, dude. We've been drinking wine. boxed wine. We'll just leave it at that. Box of wine. Boxed wine. Sometimes boxed wine works. Yeah, sometimes. It worked here. Yeah. I feel pretty good. Man. If you could go back in time, not necessarily change anything, not make any big changes... But if you could put yourself right now, with with the knowledge you have in your brain, into your sixth, we'll say eighth grade, eighth grade. your eighth grade body at Monsignor Gino Monti, what would you do? Like, like, what would, what would, would you just be a cynical asshole to all those asshole kids, or, or I'd smoke weed you, every day. 